Hello and welcome to another episode of Extra Voices, an Extra Life podcast highlighting the work of heroes everywhere from the extra lifers that raise money by playing games to change kids' health to the hardworking staff at the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Well, I figured out how to get this podcast back up and running. The show is now up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you happen to get your podcasts at. Please make sure to go leave a review, and I will make sure to read those at the beginning of every episode. Good, bad, excellent, or otherwise, please make sure to get it in. Help people find this show. Now, I have a lot of content to get out. Some of it is time sensitive, so don't expect the podcast episodes to come out this frequently as it has during the launch, but I want to go ahead and get some of this stuff out now. And to start off, I have Amber Hannikin as my guest. Amber is a fellow extra lifer that raises money for the Children's Health Foundation of Oklahoma City. And I'm happy to have her on because unlike me, she does things in a much different fashion with tabletop board games and all kinds of other stuff not involved with streaming or Twitch. Without further ado, let's get to the interview with Amber. I am joined now by Amber Hannikin, and she is my nemesis when it comes to raising money for Extra Life <laughs> for the Children's... Uh, oh, it's not the Children's Hospital Foundation. I almost messed up the... Uh, what, what are we doing now? The, the Children's, children's Health, Foundation. Health Foundation. Although yes. on Extra Life, it does. I just noticed it does still say Children's Hospital Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still working on it. I'm still working on uh, getting overlays set up. But anyways, Amber and I uh, like to jostle for that top slot every year. And I absolutely wanted her to be my first guest on this little podcast venture to promote Extra Life. So I'm starting uh, local with the, the local hospital we raise money for. And also because I was just on a panel with Amber over at MiracleCon. And we were talking about gaming for good and uh, how different ways to start raising money for Extra Life. Because Amber... You are not what most people, I think, would think of Extra Life. I think still people think <laughs> Extra Life purely as video games. That's not yeah. the case at all. No, I'm an outlier. And I've been an outlier for nine years. Like, we've been doing this for, for nine years now. But we do an entirely tabletop event. Um, and it's an event. Like, it's, uh, I guess... I've never been able to get like a head count. But I know we fill the room. And I think over the weekend, we do a 24-hour event we've had between 250 and 300 people um and it's literally tabletop the entire time it's D, &D it's pathfinder it's battle tech it's uh magic the gathering it's board games it's party games it's everything you can think of that doesn't involve a computer <laughs> yeah because this this event like you said is completely in person i don't think you've ever broadcast it in like any way shape or form correct uh, so we have actually, we did a oh, okay. couple of years, um, we did a, a live stream at the event. It was very difficult. <laughs> um, luckily <laughs> we had somebody who was a podcaster friend and had a lot of equipment and he would bring it out, but it was still like, it, it was messy. <laughs> but, um, and I, I think part of that was because, you know, and this was like a few years ago and I think we did it maybe two years in a row. Um, but basically we had like a D and D table that was just the, like the stream table and it was like the, it was streamed and recorded and all that. And, um, they raised money through the stream at the same time. And it was a lot of fun. It was just kind of difficult, but they were still playing tabletop the whole time. They were playing a D and D game. They just streamed it. 
Right. And, and that sounds pretty awesome in general, trying <laughs> to do like a blend of things. And it was actually something, you know, we, we were talking about while preparing for the panel, preparing for this interview that extra life and really doing these kind of events, there's a lot of just figuring it out as you go. Say the least. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were just talking about. Like, especially with tabletop, because I, you know, it's very much designed, you know, extra life is designed. If you go to extra life, extra dash life.org and you like set up your page, which is a little better nowadays than it was nine years ago when we first started, it's very kind of geared toward like streaming and that like, you know, you'll have a glow on your stream and you track, you know, there's all plugins for streams and things like that. So that when you're streaming, it pops up and says there was a donation and all that. Um, one big thing that they added um, in the last two or three years is the incentives. They didn't used to have that on the page. Um, and so that's a nice thing. That's nice for like everyone. But like we use it like you can buy pre-buy like raffle tickets and things like that because our event raises money in that way. Like it's more of like a traditional fundraiser type of event. So we do raffles and I do like four big raffles throughout the event. And it's just like we get tons of donations from like the local game stores and and community and like small businesses and things like that will donate just really cool things from like, you know, D&D books to like uh you know we've had spa packages we've had a little bit of everything and then we just put all these jars out and you just buy tickets and you you know put in for what you want to win kind of a thing so that's one big way we raise money another one is because we're a 24-hour event we we serve food the entire time so like we sell food armbands so that people can can buy food and stuff like that oh that's that's just awesome well yeah one, one of the things i think I am. I, I. I wish I could replicate somehow. Is that sense of community that you're able to build there? Because I know that's one of the the struggles I have when I when I try to look to streaming and trying to build a community. Uh, it's just not something you could replicate like an in person event like that. And reaching out to you know the various people in your community. Uh, getting all those donations for prizes and stuff. What? Uh, and I know that that's never easy uh, to do, but uh, I am interested. What is like one of the coolest things you've ever gotten as an incentive, like for the raffles before? Like, what's the coolest oh. thing that somebody's donated? Well, actually, some of the coolest stuff we got last year is D and D Beyond actually sponsored us. Um, and so D and D beyond gave, you know, and D and D beyond, if you're not familiar with is, um, basically the web tool. So if you're wanting to like, whether you're playing in person or online to, to play D and D, like it has like, it's digital books, like digital dice, um, you know, everything is on there, like in a digital way. So that if you're more of like that person wants to play on a laptop or like have access on an iPad or something like that. And you're not like a paper person, you can play D&D, you can have your character sheet and everything through D&D Beyond. So we had somebody just reach out to them. And this is basically how we get sponsorship. You just like reach out <laughs> and see what happens. And someone reached out to D&D Beyond. I can't remember if they had a form or something on their website. And they were like, yeah, we'll sponsor. And they gave us like tons of like, like they give us like legendary bundles, which is like literally every single book, which is like thousands of dollars, you know, kind of thing. And that was really cool. Um, gosh, we've gotten like so many cool things over the years. We've gotten like, you know, lots of like really big games, like board games and like, um, you know, gift certificates, like everything's very like fun and exciting. And that's why the raffles do so well. Yeah. And, and one thing uh, to people that are listening about this, like, oh, well, you know, that's because 
uh, you know, Amber's, you know, got real big and it's at a location and a brick and mortar store. But I, I think what people don't realize, and this was actually something that came up at Extra Life United was, yeah, sometimes people will tell you no, but you'll be really surprised at who says yes, as long mm-hmm. as you can create the effective sales pitch. So what is your strategy for creating that kind of sales pitch when you're looking for sponsors? Yeah, so it helps that one, I'm an extrovert. And two, <laughs> I'm in I've marketing. Never that. <laughs> and two, I'm in marketing. But you know, like I've got a script, and I'd be happy to share with anyone. You know, we can like do my contact info later. But like, I just wrote a script, and it's basically I start out explaining what Extra Life is. Extra Life is a 501c3 charity organization that enables gamers to raise money for local children's miracle network hospitals via 24-hour gaming marathon. Which now I feel like they've gotten away from that, but that's what we still do. Um, and then I'll just say, like, you know, this is our, you know, even if it's like our first year doing it, you know, you can just be like, it's our first year and we this is our goal. And, you know, we're raising money for this. And you can like, you know, I have some information about our local children's hospital. Um, it's, you know, we serve children in all 77 counties of Oklahoma. We serve children that are like both sick and injured. We also raise money personally for our event. Um, our money goes toward the like adolescent medicine program, which is for like the teens and in, in that kind of that have like different sort of issues than younger kids. And, you know, so I talk a little bit about the program. And then from there, I'm like, hey, I'm reaching out to your business because you're a valuable part of our community. And like, here's what we like about your business. And then I say, you know, this is when our event is going to be and we'd love for you to be a part of it. And for me, like it was just it started as I wasn't asking for much and it, it kind of still is. If you donate anything to our event, you're considered a sponsor. And so sponsor is you're listed on our Extra Life page and we link, you know, you can an Extra Life page. You can edit just like a website so you can like link to their web, their website. Um, I have a Facebook event and I'll list them there. And then I try and shout out on the Facebook event and like tag their their Facebook page. Um, And then, of course, like, you know, they're listed on the jar that they donated it. And then we say, like, thanks for the donation while we're at the event. So they get, like, plenty of shout outs. On top of that, they can give, like, our business card and things like that. So then, like, I tell them that. And then that's how it started. Um, And now we also do a T-shirt. And, like, if you donate for our T-shirt, which we're probably going to raise the prices in the future because we've gotten (laughs) big enough. um, But for ours, it's, like, if you donate $200 worth of stuff. And then we do it all in kind. So, like, if it's $200 worth of value of items, then you get your logo on the back of a t-shirt. But you don't have to do a t-shirt. You know, like, I started out not doing t-shirts. It was literally just, hey, we'll list you and as a sponsor. (laughs) And that worked. I'm still trying to figure out the the merch side of it because... And and I think people uh, that are listening to the pod, you'll always find that your network and your community, there's going to be something that works differently for everybody. Uh, What Amber does, not all of it will work for me. What all I do doesn't work for Amber. Probably for her health and safety is probably a good thing. That (laughs) that stuff doesn't work for her. Uh, but one thing, you know, that I really, you know, want people to realize, like we, we've talked about what the Game HQ event is now. It, it's grown tremendously. You've raised over $45,000 in those nine years. I mean, that's just absolutely incredible. But it didn't always start like that. So tell me about when you first, like, let's, let's go all the way back to when you first started Extra Life. So what was it, first off, that made you want to do Extra Life in the first place? So uh, the funny thing is, the first year I wasn't there, 
uh, and I didn't start it. Uh, a person named <laughs> Caracelli, who's a good friend of mine and uh, an often DM of ours, uh, we still have a really good relationship with. He actually found out about it. I don't know, friend of a friend or something that about Extra Life. And he, um, we play, we used to play at Game HQ. We still play at Game HQ, but we used to have like a regular D&D game back then at Game HQ. And um, he just, the owners of Game HQ are just really cool people. This is a small, um, actually a pretty good sized game store in South Oklahoma City. And um, he just asked them like, hey, like I want to do this like fundraiser. Would you let us, you know, stay 24 hours to do it? And they like, you know, they got some, a worker or whatever that was willing to do, to do the overnight for them. And they, he, they let them and they just did their one table and like they had a few other friends. And I wanted to attend, but I had a work trip to Florida <laughs> that weekend. So I wasn't able to attend, but I did donate. And like I was like following along online. They did like silly incentives like, you know, Anthony, you know, donate. If we hit this milestone, then he'll like, you know, dress and drag or whatever. So then he like dressed in drag and like awesome. <laughs> I think that first year they raised like 800 some dollars and it was just doing, you know, whatever, like silly little things like that. And it was like hitting milestones and we do silly things and they play for 24 hours. And that was kind of it. And then so, year oh no, two. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, um, no, no. Please continue. Year two is when I came on. Well, and I kind of went to Anthony. And I was like, "Wow, like that was really incredible. Like how much you raised just doing that." And you know, we were talking about community earlier, and um, I already was aware that, like, first of all, our D and D community in Oklahoma City, like, is pretty big, especially the store community. And then I knew that there were like other communities, like there's Oklahoma Tabletop Game Club. There's like Oklahoma board game community. I know that there's like Warhammer people out there. So I kind of like told Anthony, I was like, why don't we get like, this could be big. Like, why don't we get more people involved? And that's when Oklahoma Tabletop Game Club came on and they're still part of it. And it's just grown from there, basically. Oh, that's that's incredible. Were you ever nervous? Like when first starting this out, like, you know, obviously, I, I think any of us that have found any kind of success with extra for like, you know, this this can be big. Like you, you have all these mm -hmm. ideas. Were you ever worried that something wasn't going to work out? Um. So, like, I feel like there's no downside, right? Because like whatever money you raise goes to the hospital. So like even if we raise like two hundred dollars, like okay, that's two hundred dollars the hospital didn't have before the kids didn't have, you know. Um, the only time I've been nervous is actually when it's grown so big, and it's like, and I have this weird every year where it's like, do I keep advertising it? Like especially with like Facebook events, like you don't know, like it can like you can have like five hundred people interested and like maybe no one shows up or maybe like everyone shows up, and so like my bigger thing is being worried of like we're going to like pack it too much. And then people, I'm always worried that I want everyone to have a good time. So I'm worried like, you know, it's going to be like too crowded. We'll have to turn people away. Um, that's like, as it's grown, but in the early days, like I, I've always been a planner and like, I was never really nervous about anything. It was more just like, let's have fun. Yeah. And that's something I always try to remember. Cause I, I, I definitely resonate with the, as it gets bigger, you're like, the weight of the expectations or you get some kind of imposter <laughs> yeah. syndrome. Like, is this really happening? You know, uh, I remember when like the hospital and Vicky uh, first reached out to me, I was like, wait, 
she she knows who I am. This is this is weird. <laughs> so um, yeah, but I always try to remember because yeah, it's like fun and and I try my my damnedest to not get like worried about the numbers or how many people yeah. are watching the stream and you know who's donating when because it, it fluctuates so often and even like the uh, you know we do two very different approaches to it. Obviously, I. I stream year round, have the big marathon, all your planning goes into the one huge event. But yeah, it's it's like, do I do I set the goal that high? Can I really mm-hmm. do it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and of course, like there's that pressure too. Like, especially with like an a live event, like you always want to like keep pushing the goal farther. And it's mm-hmm. like every year I sit down, we have like a committee now, kind of, and like we'll sit down and be like, okay, do we think we can do this goal? And like and the pandemic threw us for, for a loop, too, because, um, you know, we had our biggest year ever in 2019. Of course, we've every year we topped um, and we raised over $10,000 that year. And um, and then the pandemic happened. And then we and then we did a virtual one. And this is like goes to show you like that it's fine. Because <laughs> basically the virtual one, I, I think I set the goal at 5000 because I knew it was virtual. And I think we made like 3400 that year, which also sucks because that was the year they were like, oh, now we're going to give out a DX racer chair. And it was like, I could have made 10,000. I could have made 10,000 if we were able to have an in-person event. But like, but I did, I was just like happy. You know, I was worried that year. I was nervous. I'm like, oh God, like, what if we don't hit this goal? Like, am I going to feel like a failure? Like we made so much more money even the years before. But it's like, I was just really happy that people showed up for a virtual tabletop style event at all you know like and that we made any money because it's like i could have just not i could have just canceled it that year you know and so and no one you know was upset about it and i was still happy to show the goal and everything like that and you know this year we've we've raised our goal to fifteen thousand, um because our last year we smashed our 10,000 goal. Actually last year, I think I did a 7,500 goal because I was like, it's post COVID. I don't know what to expect and stuff. And we were like, I don't even remember what we were at, like over 11,000. Yeah, I crushed it. I, I remember <laughs> you and I were that. like neck and neck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh dear Lord. Yeah. Cause, cause some idiot passed out during his marathon because he can't <laughs> handle his incentives too well. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, and really, I think what that goes to show with COVID, especially because the tabletop community is, you know, the best part about it is I, I'm just now really getting into it like with my kids and I'm looking forward to the day I guess I could be their DM because I was Mm -hmm. I've always said my social status in gaming circles was I wasn't cool enough to go play D&D with anybody so I never just got to play in that scene that's like that's like never uttered by anyone (laughs) I know I'm not cool enough to play right and and, but that (laughs) happened to me my my one and only D&D experience to this day and I can't wait to change it was um i you know i think i was in like the fourth grade and some people were playing i'm like oh this is like final fantasy this seems cool (laughs) so it's like okay make a character here you're level one here's what you do oh by the way your party member just cast a spell on you you are now hypnotized you give this person all your your party member did yeah, and and another one stabbed me in the back, and okay. that was my D and D experience. See, this is what happens. Like it's like <laughs> your first DM is like sets the like 
the pace, right? And so, like, if your first DMs, this is what I hear, like, a lot of stories. Like, if your first DMs, like, horrible and, like, lets your players TPK each other, like, then I guess, like, that sucks. I mean, it's like me with Catan. Like, I played Catan one time and, like, everyone I was playing with was a huge jerk and, like, blocked me off. So I, like, couldn't play. I was basically sitting there doing nothing every round. And I, I'm like, no. I hate, I tell people I hate Catan. I'm like, I don't want to play it. <laughs> and, and that's one game I, I, I found Catan Jr. Um, I, was, <laughs> I was at a bookstore. I was like, you know what? I'll get this because uh, Extra Life United, they gave away, a, they, they had a, uh, the settlers of Catan people there and they gave away like mm-hmm. a, a small dice version of it and my kid was really interested so it's like oh they got a junior version I'll pick this up and yeah we had a lot of fun but I could see it was like oh man I bet the adult game could be ruthless and it <laughs> yeah, sounds like it is ruthless. <laughs> yeah and I've heard that from I mean I know other people too that don't like Catan for the same reason and there's other people I, a lot of people it's like their favorite game and and they'll say that and I'm like cool <laughs> yeah, but there's there's always something for everybody whether it's video games and tabletop. So it's cool to have my kids grow up and, and letting me get a second chance at that world. I think it's awesome. And really to get to see people at extra life. I I've met so many tabletop players at extra life United and really getting to witness that community in their element. Uh, Even though it was like, you know, the first post COVID experience, it was still kind of that awkward time should we go to Florida? Should we not go to Florida as mm-hmm. COVID is kind of maybe still hanging around and awful. Uh, but it was, it was awesome to see, you know, that community kind of band back together. You can see how happy people were and, you know, it's, it's awesome to, to, to just get to be a small part of that. So it's cool uh, and incredible what you guys do year in and year out. So what is the goal? You said the goal for this year is 15,000. Is that what you're going yeah. for? Yeah. All right. I, I shop for 20. I don't like the pace I'm on right now, but obviously I'm not going to be mad because we're, we're nearly at 5,000 already. So we're I'm at, a, oh, a good I'm at, start. I was, was going to say I'm at 3,600, but okay. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Okay. All right. Well, all right, I'm not going to count the early lead for now, uh, but, but yeah, we're, uh, I, I'm always happy. And I think this year more than any other is, is knowing that, hey, I'm going to be like real happy no matter what happens because yeah. COVID was so crazy mm-hmm. and I could sense people getting burned out from being at home. Like Twitch numbers, at least mine, fell like through a freaking pit. <laughs> like I yeah. think people are tired of, of sitting around and they just want to do anything else. But yeah, streaming <laughs> data is completely like, I know from my day job, streaming data is completely down right now. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, because, yeah, so one one cool part about Amber is she works at Streamlabs. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm always excited to see what uh, they're going to come out with and what kind of goodies they might have down the pipe. So, yeah, I'm sure you're at the forefront of of that pain. Uh, I think <laughs> what I, I use Streamlabs the most uh, now for currently, as far as like the extra features, it's not all the times are my streams well populated. It's okay. This is how long I streamed and how many people showed up. Oh, the summary's nice. <laughs> how long I talked to myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Active chatters. No, I'm going to ignore that metric. <laughs> yeah, people come chat. It keeps it keeps me company. I know I got lurkers in there, but uh, yeah. you know anything I can do to entertain always makes me happy. And you know, at the end of the day, I've always and I've even told my wife this. You know, kind of like that imposter syndrome and worry. It's like I just got to remember it's fun. At the mm-hmm. very least, somebody's dropping by. It's like, what the heck is this extra life thing? And if I've done that, I've done my job. Uh, so that makes me extremely happy. 
Uh, well, Amber, uh, I have a little game to play, but before we do that, I want to make sure people know how to find your event, promote your Extra Life page. Uh, I'll make sure to link it in the uh, description and in the episode notes. Uh, but let people know uh, how best to find you and keep up with all your goings on. Yeah. So my Extra Life event, well, my Extra Life page is extra-life.org slash participant slash OKC. Oklahoma City, OKC. And uh, our event this year is going to be November 4th and 5th at Game HQ in Oklahoma City. And if you're able to make it, we we do have people that actually come from Texas and like Tulsa and like other areas and stuff like that. And they have a really good time. We are open for 24 hours. You don't have to stay the full 24 hours, but if you do, people sleep on the floor in the sleeping bags. Um, I usually like will sleep in my car or like maybe a friend's house. I do. I'm too old and like do too much to like to stay awake the whole time. Um, but yeah, the game room, basically we get the whole game room for game HQ. They're an amazing partner and they let us just have the place for 24 hours. We have scheduled events. If you go to our extra life page and follow it, you know, we'll be updating that once we get the schedule out closer to probably in like October, you'll start to see that. We do have a form on there right now where you can fill out if you want to run a game. It's a GM form. And yeah, just it's a lot of fun. And I hope you can come out. If not, you can always donate on my Extra Life page because that gets me closer to beating Ryan. And you know, and look, it all goes well to similar places. Same hospital, different. You know, mine goes to Blake Shelton Cancer Research Fund. Yours mm-hmm. uh, is uh, adolescent. You said adolescent, yeah, the adolescent medicine program. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but it, it's all for a great cause. I will not. Uh, we have friendly competition. I will not yeah. be mad. I will uh, be mad <laughs> whenever she 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 eventually beats me. But uh, that. We're just going to say that won't happen this year, right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I'll go with now. All right, so I, I tease that I, I have a game. And one of the things I wanted to do, I was like, okay, I need to have some kind of recurring bit, something repeatable, something fun, something extra life related, something gaming related. So I came up with a game that you'll be the first to try out, Amber. So uh, oh have, fu- have fun being the <laughs> guinea pig. See if I'm a, a real called, gamer. Yeah, it's a game called D20 Questions. So I have a list of 20 questions in front of me, and I have a D20 in my hand. So I'm going to roll this three times, and I will ask you three different questions from this list. Uh, They are all Extra Life themed, all Extra Life related. So yes, folks, that means you're not going to hear. You might hear the same questions on episodes. You might have to listen for quite a while to hear what all 20 questions are. That's what we call a hook, folks. That keeps it coming back. Uh, so we'll go ahead and do it. I'm going to be like the DM rolling behind the screen. So you have to have complete trust that I'm not lying to you uh, about what appears on the dice in this audio wow. medium. Uh, so the D20 I know you have a cam. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we're not on cam right now. I'm, I'm real smart. Uh, but anyways, we're going to go ahead and roll it. And let's see. We got a 15 here. Let's get a question. Well, 15. Oh, I actually I actually really like this one. I think you're like the perfect person uh, to answer this. Oh, gosh, the pressure. Extra life embraces the broadest possible definition of the world word gaming. Best demonstrated by the annual Extra Life United Rock, Paper, Scissors competition. (laughs) What would be a lesser known gaming activity that you'd love to see take extra life by storm? Oh, I mean, I would love to see D&D. I have a lot of, like, feedback for Extra Life if they're ever willing to, like, 
to truly listen to me. <laughs> but I would like to see, you know, D&D and more tabletop that's not streamed, that's just done in real life, take extra life by storm. Just like tabletop in general, honestly. Like, and I, I have feedback. Please, if you're, if you're an extra life, if you're at the Children's Miracle Network in Utah and you're listening, give me give me a call give me a dm <laughs> let's talk <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get you in touch we'll definitely do that all right i love that yeah there's got to be a lot of fun incentives too that you could do mm-hmm. uh it's like let 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 uh the donors uh be a a guest like mm-hmm. dm just for like little bits and pieces that'd be that'd be pretty good well, I, all think, right. I think part of the thing too like i think they're trying like right now is like tabletop appreciation weekend coming up and then mm-hmm. And they have incentives for people, but I don't think they really know how to, like, tell people how to do things. And, like, even talking about my event, like, you don't have to do a giant event like my event. Like, mine just became that. It was literally one table to start with. And, you know, one thing we also do that I didn't talk about is um, roll dice rolls in-game um, for... So, like, you pay a dollar so like to re-roll your dice. So, if you're doing an RPG, Ooh, um, nice. so you pay a dollar pay to re-roll. You can do this at your own game table. And, like, you can add all kinds of incentives. We also did, like, a $10 wild magic surge, which if you're a and d person, you know what this is. But basically, there's a, if you're a sorcerer, um, you can you have to roll in a wild magic table at some point and something and this table is like a d100 and so crazy things can happen it could be something good or it could be flumps up here which are these big jellyfish monsters <laughs> that is that is awesome i like that and yeah so, yeah there's the, all kinds the, of things you can do yeah, at your own I'm, table the d20 i'm rolling with right now so the die in my hand is actually one of the tabletop incentives uh so mm, i have I'm that a big yeah fan. It's, it's I, really I love nice. it. I think that's the coolest incentive they've ever done. Like it was like I've never seen a dice set like that. It's like the case lights up. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm like, this battery needs to last forever. I don't want to <laughs> have to take this beautifully constructed case apart to figure out how to get like a, a battery replacement. Oh no! Yeah, I wouldn't even. Oh no! Oh, man. Now I just okay. I gave anxiety. Now I'm nervous. Yeah, another now I'm nervous. After another D twenty roll. Okay. <laughs> Oh, we're staying. We're staying high in the numbers. Uh, uh, yeah, so we got obviously. 19. This is when mm. I, I really got creative. Okay. If oh. I were a barbarian, that would be a crit. <laughs> well, <laughs> this this is going to be an interesting scenario. So some of these questions are scenarios, like little little offers that are out there. So you've just gone to sleep after a successful 24-hour game day marathon. But when you wake up, it's game day yet again, and you don't feel fully recovered. You receive a message that this cycle will repeat until you want it to end. Keep it in mind that you're Groundhog Day. Of yeah, actual. we're Groundhog Day in this. <laughs> so, keeping in mind that your body will continue to build incredible fatigue, what monetary value do you, do you decide to tap out at? Oh gosh! How how, how far can so you I wake up going? tired? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You'll you'll get like a normal night's rest, mm-hmm. and but you know how it is. You you stay up too late. Like, but I, this I, is I, like Groundhog Day that no one else like knows. Yeah, it's just so, me. Okay. So basically, it's just you, and you have to say, okay, I get here, I'm good, I'm going to sleep, and my life is back to normal again. What number are you like? This is enough. I'm done because yeah, that fatigue builds. I think like day one or two, you might be okay, but oof. After that, I, I think I'm it's like it's icy. Grom- I'm like grumpy. Well, okay, but what happens is you get like a second wind. So like you, 
you know, you go the beginning and you actually start out kind of tired because at least for me, I've been planning this thing for like months and, and the week of is like a lot of planning. This is the same. I'm on a, co- a committee for a convention as well. It's like the same thing. Like it's just constant fatigue. And then like you get maybe a little rest break. Like I talked about, like usually it's like a 3 a.m. to like 6 a.m. situation. I get like a little bit of sleep and then I come back. And then I'm tired in the morning because I'm not a morning person. But then by that evening, by the Saturday, I have like this total second wind and it's like I don't feel tired anymore. So I'm assuming I wake up and I'm still on that second wind. Like, we let's go. <laughs> like, let's go again. I think we at least double it. Right. So like we're back to square one. Let's do another 15K and let's let's go for the 30K. So 30, 30 K is what you're going for. You're going to double up and, yeah. and, and then you'll be good. I'll All just right. do another 24 hours. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Time for the final. So this will be number three, the final roll. All right. Now we're going to the other end of the sheet. We got a six here. So let me scroll back up. Oh, I like this one too. Extra Life's official game day 24-hour marathon traditionally is held as we fall back from daylight savings time. Do you honor the extra hour and go 25 hours or do you feel 24 hours played is 24 hours? Well, so we, is that is that bonus hour vital to you or no? We already go more than 24 hours, actually. So, like, we'd probably just go the more um, because, like, we have to basically register. Like, we've tried to be like, oh, it's 7 p.m. to 7 p.m. the next day. But then people start showing up and they're like hovering and they're like, you know, they're excited and they're ready to go. So we pretty much start registration at 6 p.m. anyway. And then like games usually will actually probably go until at least 8 p.m. the next night when it starts breaking up. And then uh, me and my crew, we still have to break down and do all the cleanup. So I have already do more than 24 hours. So... Like, so you're like, what, what, what is another hour anyway, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> fake. <laughs> All right, well, that is the first ever edition of D20 Questions with my first ever guest, Amber Hannigan. Amber, thank you so much for joining me on this new little endeavor. And I hope you just have a, an absolutely awesome event. Love seeing the photos and, and hearing the stories about it every year. Uh, so, yes, folks, go visit the page again. Check out the episode notes and you will get all the links that you need to get there. Uh, Amber, you got any other parting words before we sign off? Uh, do Extra Life. It's easy. You just go to extra-life.org. It's as easy as signing up for like $100, I think, is the smallest goal you can make. And like, you can do it. Anyone can do it. You can do it like just with a board game night. You can just like create some kind of incentive or, you know, it could be as silly as like, you know, we reach a milestone and like we, you know, dress up in silly characters or it can be, you know, the dice roll and stuff like that. You can do it, too. I believe in you. Yes, exactly. Sign up. Head over to extralife.org. Amber, thank you again for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm so happy that you help raise money for our hospital. (laughs) 